Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now I'm Kevin H. I'm Kevin C. And I'm a Seth. And this is the Dark, Dark Windows, Windows Podcast. Podcast. So just a disclaimer, we are going to talk about some things that people might not be super comfortable with. We're going to use some language, a language that people are not going to be super comfortable with. That's adult language. So, Expletives. So sit back. Relax. And enjoy the show. Or not. That's cool, too. Wait. All right. Now we're recording. What's going on, folks? Hey, what's up? How to do, Internet. <laughs> So how's everybody doing? Oh, sore. I feel like I get hit by a car and then molested. So it's been great. <laughs> yeah. Was, I just uh, feel like I've just been screaming nonstop for the past 48 hours. Yeah, right. Oh, secondary disclaimer after the first one you already heard. Uh, if we sound strange this week, it's because we've spent the better part of the last 48 hours screaming at people. We had the first weekend of the Pittsford Haunted House this week. Um, so we're a little, a uh, little hoarse. Not so quite a pony. Really Not quite a pony, but we're a little horse. Yeah. yeah. Awesome deep tone voices. If you follow us on uh you know Instagram or Facebook or whatever, you probably saw some posts from us with regards to that. Yeah. Um, Did you put any video up? No, not yet. Okay. I'm going to. Nice. Um so yeah, everybody can check it out, see what it's like. You know, we do a pretty good little job. We do an amazing job, yeah, not we do. a pretty good little job. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Kevin C and Seth are uh the Vikings, yeah. and I'm Luigi. I like to say I'm a barbarian horde. Okay. You're fine. a barbarian whore. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be mad at that because no. it's cool because I just like to go around and just mess with people and steal cell phones. You're like Mel Zena if she was a prostitute. Hey, man, it's better than male Mel Gibson. Eh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I still paint my face blue. Works you, well with the red hair. It makes you look like Hamish from... Uh, from Braveheart instead, though. Yeah, someone's like, who are you trying to be, Mel Gibson? I'm like, what part of me even looks close to Mel Gibson? I'm not Australian. <laughs> the part where I yell at cops when I'm drunk? Yeah. His, <laughs> but I, his long hair? Yeah. Apparently, I have really long hair to make it work. Dude, I got told more than once when we go through that one room with the fan, uh, Beetlejuice's room with the fan, Yeah, my hair was blowing. This girl goes, your hair is fucking majestic. And I went, I know. Thank you. <laughs> if only your beard wasn't as poopy. Oh, dude, my beard sucks. My beard's not bad. My mustache is awful, though. Well, on that note, with... Yeah. Uh, Speaking of awful mustaches. So, before we get down to the nitty gritty of... Uh, right? Transition. <laughs> horrified. Yeah. So, before we get down to the nitty gritty... 
of the the episode today. Yep. We just want to uh, give a shout out to studio.com for uh, sponsoring the show, giving providing us with uh, sweet ass headphones like that you, mine. That you can, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I finally charge these things when I got them to net like yesterday. I finally have to charge them. And how long? How long did did you like time the battery out? How long you had it? Or? I don't math. We've went over this. It's not yeah. a math thing. But but it lasted a long ass time. Yeah, and exactly. they're soupy comfy. Soupy comfy. Soupy yeah. comfy. <laughs> hey man, it's a thing. I'm making it happen. It's, Soup. right. it's soups comfy. What kind of soups? Minestrone. No, it's minestrone man. comfy. <laughs> New England clam chowder. It's chowder. Oh, is that the red or the white? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I like the white. I don't like the red. But anyway, so if you when want... it comes to chowder, when it comes to people, give or take, you know, whatever, either way. Are you done? Yeah, are you done <laughs> I guess so. Your transitions are getting even worse I know. now. Well, we were talking s- about chowder. I can't help it. With that said, if uh, you want a pair of headphones, just go to studio.com, like I just said, and check them out. They have over the ear, like us, but they have the Regent, and they also have the... I'm probably gonna butcher the name. The crawl, crawl, the Clar, the Clar. Yes, I knew it was yeah. something like that. The Norse god of fucking headphones, Clar. Those yes. things are ridiculous. Look at those are the Clar, the Clar, dude. I got a, <laughs> holy I got a, shit. I got demon voice for this, man. <laughs> wow, yeah, well done. Anyway, and, and uh, they also have in the ear, um, that have wired, and then they also have another pair that are not wired. Bluetooth. The Neva. The Neva. I have those, and they are incredible. And and Kevin's wife has a pair of the. What? I think she has the, the Vasa, Vasa, if I remember correctly. Which are wired. Yeah. And those are in the ear, but they're really nice, too. Let's see if this sounds as cool, too. The Neva. <laughs> what are the other ones? Uh, the Vasa. Vasa. <laughs> Sound like you're trying to summon a demon or something. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Right? Insert thunder sound here. Um, so if you but, want a pair of them, just uh and you you know, whatever fi- pair you find, you like them, put them in your cart, go to checkout, and put in the promo code of Dark Windows 15. Dark Windows 15. You get 15% off. Nice. Yeah. Because we love you. Saving and also money. Speaking of promo codes. Somewhere else there's a little promo promo code spendy savey thing off of thing. Speaking of fifteen percent off, tell us how you can save two dollars on a hobby holder. <laughs> I was about to be like, your transition, Mr. Kevin H was fantastic. Yeah, asshole. And I'm like, we can't have it. We gotta just go right over to Mr. Right. Kevin C. That is about as smooth as sandpaper. But exactly. I was only I was off because uh, the hobby holder it's closer to ten percent off. Two dollars off twenty bucks, ten percent, you know, give or take. Well, yeah, they're about eighteen bucks. Yeah, well, after shipping came to like twenty two fifty for the one that I bought. Ugh. That's not bad. But I also didn't put the promo code in because I didn't know where to put it in. So Boom, tell there people you go. where to put it in. All right, everybody. What they're talking about is a sweet hobby holder. If you or anybody else you know is into painting miniatures like myself, like a friend of the show, Spencer. Yeah. Right? I got it right? Yes. Cool. Or anybody else you know and they are having trouble holding on to said miniatures and they want something you know to help up their game and just make life a little bit easier for them because like me, they have dumb orangutan hands. Head over to hot- feet. What? You have orangutan feet for hands. We've talked about this before. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because my thumb sits a little bit lower than normal. <laughs> Head over to GameEnvy.net, home of GameEnvy Creations, and you can go over there and you find yourself a sweet hobby holder. It's a two-part handle and base combo. And you know what? They have multiple different colors, so you find what you like. Put that bad boy in the cart, and you'll be like, you know what? My friend wants one, too. Put that bad boy in the cart. That's two. 
put in the promo code Broadstone at checkout, or maybe that little notes section that says notes, because I want my name everywhere, folks. Makes me feel good. <laughs> and you can save yourself two dollars off each hobby holder. Yeah. All right. Business out of the way. Boom. So this week, remember we that just... foreshadowing we talked about? Well, here it comes. Here We're it talking is. about nachos. So. <laughs> Creating butt demons. <laughs> the foreshadowing we were talking about this this week's episode we're actually gonna talk about when you stand in front of something and there's a light behind you and you get the shadow in front of you, so therefore foreshadowing. Eclipse uh-huh. so of my heart. We're gonna talk about shadows. Nice. Right? No. No, we're talking okay. about diamonds. Diamonds. Not diamonds, but diamonds, diamonds with an A. <laughs> what? Joey Demon. Seriously. Like, you know, the band there, yeah. D A E M O N Damon. Yep. Forty K. Oh. It was actually older than that, though. I don't care. It was That's Greek. as far as I go. It was Greg. So, talking about demons. Hoo-ha. 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 I'll go first. All right there, Pacino. Relax. <laughs> I'll go first. I'll talk about my favorite diamond. So, what's your diamond? My favorite diamond is Chubael. He's a man, a demon host that likes to haunt a gentleman known as Gregor Eisenhorn throughout the... Four- oh, wait. <laughs> Wrong podcast. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, Sorry. we've got to wait till we start the 40K podcast where Seth talks and Kevin and I sleep for an hour. <laughs> uh, you know what? Actually, I may get a hold of Murray and Nick and a few other people to do that where you guys just sit here and just twist soundboard knobbies. <laughs> but no, actually, my uh, Damon is known as Sabnak or Sabnak. And I'm going to read a nice little quote from Johan Ver. From uh, 1583. Quote. Sabnak alias Salamak is a great marquee and a strong. He cometh forth as an armed soldier with a lion's head. (laughs) What? I'm doing this. In a world. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting on a pale horse, he doth marvels exchange man's form and favor. He buildeth high tower full of weapons also castles and cities. He infecteth men thirty days with wounds both rotten and full of maggots. At the exorcist commands he provideth good familiars. He hath dominion over fifty legions. Dun, dun. Okay, so what we're really talking about now is Sabinok is known as the, the great marquis of hell. Um, as I stated before, my sweet demon voice... He has that's uh, narrator voice. Yeah, God damn it, it is he sweet. Has, <laughs> yay for screaming. He has uh, fifty legion of demons at his command, and typically, what he likes to do with them is he will either uh, send them out to work with other demons in the other realms of hell, or he will send them out to do his bidding. Whether he's trying to come into our realm or another demon's realm to take over, uh. He is depicted with having the head of a lion, as I said, and riding a pale horse in a full suit of armor. Um, he is also known to build the highest of towers, castles, and cities in hell. But also, if you're going to be building these cities, you can call upon him to into the real world. He will bring his demons. They will build you the most amazing castle and fort, whatever you want. And... He will also give you weapons, ammunition, armor. Pretty much, he will supply you with everything. So, My kind of guy. Yeah. So if you're can, in, if you want a god of war, guy? you can worship him all you want. Okay. Cool. However, <laughs> if he gives you like familiars and all this other stuff, if there's any wounds, he's automatically putting maggots in there. 
So now you're being infected. So he has, will have control of you as a familiar. But it, it makes sense though with like putting maggots in wounds because they used to actually do that. Like you got yeah to they clean them out him, exactly exactly. So there's not much on him. However, the reason why I found him is because normally when you see the lion, you think of good. You think of a ray of light, like right. this symbol of honor and strength. So to see this this man or this demon on the horse, it's actually kind of fascinating because it's something you see as positive and enlightenment and strength. And he's a, you know, he reigns over hell, a, a region of hell. And he's known as, like I said, to have some of the best armor, the best weaponry. So if another demon wants anything, they call upon him and he will supply them with weaponry. However, it comes at a high price. What's the price? What are you buying? <laughs> you pretty much. That's the thing is be whatever he wants. What are you selling? <laughs> wow. Because of him being able to, he's like, I will build you a castle. I will build you a fort. I will build you a city. That's fine. And the highest of towers, whatever you want. But it depends on each person. So if you have something he wants, all right, I want something like this. Or I want this. Well, no. Then I guess, fine. Take being, you know, invaded or whatever and losing. I will give you the best that I can give you from hell. As pretty much hell's armorist and architecture, yeah, Ar- architect, yeah. yeah, and he's just been known as like whatever he builds, it's impregnable. His weapons are the strongest. You can't impregnate it. Nope. You can try hard though. <laughs> Get that ramrod going. <laughs> the pullout game's too strong. You can't impregnate it. <laughs> but yeah, so that's Sabnock. There's not much on him as much as I've done research on him. I just really thought it was fascinating that it's. Like I said, he's a man with a lion's head or a demon with a li- with a lion's head in pristine armor, which you would think is normally like, oh, this is my knight in shining armor. This is a ray of hope. Yeah, and this is a Johnny Goldmane. Turns out he, magic. The yeah, exactly. It turns out he's just an asshole. No, <laughs> no, he's not an asshole. He does his own thing. He doesn't want to like he doesn't care. It's just if you call upon him, just realize he will take whatever he's owed. If not, he will take what he built and all the stuff he gave you. And then he'll take extra. Oh, it's kind of like you have to pay the ferry man. Yeah. You know, pay the piper. Say goodbye to Facebook live. Goodbye. I was on YouTube though. Oh, I want to read more quotes. That was a lot of fun. Uh, you want to do a movie trailer (laughs) in the year 2018, (laughs) three men sit around a white table recording a podcast. One of them has a bad voice. The other one has no facial hair. The other one's a dick. And can't read. And can't read his own writing or typing. Coming this fall to fuck you. <laughs> that's, nice. a, that's a good channel. I like that channel. Yeah. Where they just said fuck off to everything. Channel fuck you. All right. Well, who's or, next? Or your local fuck you affiliate. <laughs> that's true. To fuck off. Oh. Or HBO at night. That's true. Skin of Max. It will not be coming to Nick at night, though. No, oh, no, no. They only leave the reruns of Mash. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, who's next? You want to go next, or you want me to go next? I'll go next. Yeah, go ahead, okay. dude. Okay. So mine is a Zezel. A Z A Z E L. Sounds like you had a stuttering problem there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A Zezel. Zezel. <laughs> Twizzlers. Um, he appears in the three big religions: Judaism. Uh, Christianity and Islam, so even we, though they all, anyway. So we we could say he's one of the Abrahamic demons. Yes, there we go. Bang, he is. 
And he's actually, I would damn near say, probably one of the oldest demons. We about to damn him to hell? Well, he was he was in hell before hell was hell. Oh, so he's an OG. Yeah. He's a hipster. He's a hipster demon. I was yeah. in hell before it was cool. I was the demon before it was cool to be a demon. He was the demon before there was actually demons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the word I created demon culture. So screw off and take my fedora away. Yes. The word Azazel uh, derives from the Hebrew roots of Azaz, which means to be strong, and El, which is God. Okay, so what is the Hebrew root for pizzazz then? Like, to have some pizzazz, like, he's like the demon doing jazz hands and shit in the desert? Worst part is my brain (laughs) went to pez, like the candy. Ooh. I don't know. Demon of tooth decay, pez. (laughs) He's just sucking down, like, sugar blocks and doing (laughs) doing fucking jazz hands, dancing in circles. (laughs) So, uh, it's, so it, you know, basically means uh, to be strong... Uh, so it's God has been strong, or God strengthens, or strong one of God. I like God strengthens. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. The first one's like, eh, a little wordy. See, because traditionally he was depicted as an angel with four wings, and who was appointed as the ruler of the lower heavens and earth. He was a member of the angelic group called the Jinn, before the Jinn were bad. Okay. Gin's not bad. It just needs to be served with the right kind of tonic water. That's true. <laughs> uh, they were the guardians of Jahana. Um, then the former inhabitants of the of the earth caused corruption. Azazel came down from the heavens with an army of angels to defeat them. Then God created humans to replace the former inhabitants. And he then wanted the jinn to prostrate before the humans as a test. So basically, kneel. Okay, I was going to say prostitute. That's weird. Yeah, no, not prostitute. So I was thinking actually a prostate exam. <laughs> Moon River. <laughs> you must prost- You must prostitute yourself before them to see if it works well. <laughs> no. Uh, so Zezel thought he was better than any other angel, and he would not prostrate before humans. Sound familiar? Slightly. Him? Yeah. 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 Well, he pre-existed. He like, was. He was the pre-badass. To- to Lucifer. Satan? To Lucifer. Um, so he said, Satan's nah. Satan's a card game. Satan was a hockey player, too. Miroslav Satan. Played for the Islanders. Nerd. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, that sounded cool. <laughs> Say it again. Nerd. <laughs> so he didn't want to do any of that shit. He's like, fuck you, I'm out. That seems like a common theme with a lot of the angels, like, for instance, Lucifer, like we talked about a couple episodes ago, and now him, that it's like, why are we going to bow down to these humans when they're weak? They have, like, none of the strengths. They have all these negatives. Well, they're Lucifer, just, they should just minor players in this game. They can't even protect themselves. So well, why do we have to kneel to them? Well, Lucifer wasn't so much about, like, bowing down to them. Lucifer was more like. He just wanted a freedom of choice hey, and ability to do how, what he yeah, wants. Yeah, yeah. How can you give them freedom of choice? And be able to do all this different stuff, but you're telling us that we have to be follow this strict code. Yeah, strict code and everything else. What I mean, we, I love the, I love the shit out of you. You know, I I love you, but come on, Dad. Yeah. Don't, don't make us. You know, be more stringent and everything. No, no flexibility. But you give your other kids flexibility, not us. 
Well, to be fair, they were made out of clay, so they're really just Play-Doh. <laughs> True. Um, and but Azazel was like, "Fuck you, nah, I'm out." He's that middle child of the family that says, "Fuck off to everybody." Fuck yeah. you, Dad. Yeah. I got my car and I got my band. We're going on the road. <laughs> Fuck you. So for his, we're gonna make it too. You son of a bitch. You watch. <laughs> so for his indiscretions, he received ten punishments. Uh oh. The first one was he lost his rank and member of the Keepers of Paradise. He was cast down to earth, expelled from the presence of God. He was turned from an angel into a demon. Um, his name was changed to Ibilis, I-B-I-L-I-S. He became the head of the damned. He was cursed by God. That's a pretty fucking rad title, though. Yeah. Say it. What's that? The head of the damned. Head of the damned. <laughs> Dude, that sounds like a fucking kick-ass like, thrash metal band. Nice. Yeah, I like I'm it. like just listening to this. I'm like, okay, so far right now, if you really think about it, it's like, okay, I just didn't want to bow to them. And you're literally going to do all this to me just because I didn't want to bow. Exactly. What a dick. It's like, a, it makes you wonder. It's like, okay, what if you did something more serious? Like, okay, fine. Cut off a human's head or something like that. What what would they would have done then? I, I don't know. That's insane. Um. So he, his insights were taken in, or his insights were, Insights or insides? His insights was The taken. curse of the show. We can't read our own writing. <laughs> no, it's just how somebody else put it on. Yeah, I know. Trust me. So from his last insi- week. I think it was supposed to be his insight was taken away. Okay. That would make sense. They Kentuckied it again. The no door- offense, Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> and the door to repentance was closed for him. So basically, he couldn't repent. No way to get back to heaven. So for lack of a better term here, he was damned no matter what. Exactly. He legit was like this thrown out. Yeah. To be fair, though, there's more people that are going to be damned than follow that ray of quote unquote light. Yeah. He he was made unruly, someone who misses the mercy of God. Um, he became the preacher of the hellfire. Now, again, hellfire. a fucking awesome band well, name. Now, see, what I don't understand is... So, how can, with all this said, you know, being he was turned from an angel to a demon, just like Lucifer. Yep. Like most of them are, it seems um, like. He became the head of the damned. Well, wasn't Lucifer changed to the head of the damned? No, he was seen as sure. more of the ruler of completely of just of hell. I think what it is is all semantics and yeah. depending on how the wording is and all that stuff. Like when we first, well, you and I talked about it, I thought you were talking about Azrael because Azrael is another angel that was cast out of heaven and pretty much seen yeah. as a demon because what, again, he was somebody that didn't want to fight for humans. And he had a very similar backstory. Yeah. Well, to, yeah. I mean, well, this, this one is more, he's more old Testament yeah. than new. Right. Where Azrael is more new, I believe. But th- there's sure. a lot of them that are essentially the same thing as Lucifer, where they're just like, oh, no, he is like the big bad guy. He is the ruler of hell because the one I'm going to talk about has the same thing where they're like, oh, yeah, he wasn't Satan, but he was still the devil. Well, this is much. one of the reasons why Dante Allegori came up like when you read uh, the Divine Comedy, there's the the nine levels of hell. Right. Exactly. It's because each one has their own level. And I hate to bring it up, but. In Spawn, when you read that, you have Malbosia, who's one level of hell. I think he's the ninth level. And then there's other levels of hell going through. And it's taken from directly from 
uh, religion. But yeah, so you take it from like the different levels of hell, which is also taken from, like I said, with Dante, where when he's trying to get Beatrice back, he's going through all the different levels and having to deal with like the gluttony, the, the anger, the wrath. And so I wonder if maybe that's what's going on with this is that when you have one, it's like the chain effect of one angel turns his back on what his quote unquote responsibilities are. Okay, well, I saw what happened to him. That doesn't seem as bad. You know what? Since he did it, I'm doing this too. And I, it's that whole situation of, all right, he left. I'm sick of this too. I'm getting upset. I don't want to be a part of this situation. Why should I have to kneel and be a sheep like these people where these people are weak? We are the strongest of the strong. We are the reason why they survive. Yeah. We are the superior species. Why are we not getting any of the recognition we deserve? They ate an apple and that they got cast out and then that's it. They get to do whatever they want where I won't kneel in front of these weak yeah, like they, they, animals. They, you told them not to eat the apple yeah, and then they ate the apple. And they got slapped well, on the still, wrist. Yeah, slap on the wrist. They still be able to do whatever, but come on. Yeah, and it's like well, you, ca- you do all these things to protect them and then you also do these things to punish them. No, I'm not doing this anymore. So I wonder if one takes one level and then all of a sudden the more that are getting cast out, they're taking another level of hell in a sense. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I'm not like a biblical scholar or anything, but I'm pretty sure when Lucifer left, like fell, there was a bunch that went with him too. So it was kind of all like these dudes were like, nah, where they formed their own stable. And they're like, <laughs> well, well, I mean, a lot of them fell because, they, you know, they had sided with Luther, Luther, Lucifer. And I want to side with Luther, though. <laughs> Luther, Luther Swan. No, no, just you know, Lucifer. say Lucifer's slightly less evil brother that's got like a sweet, you know, like a Trans Am or something. My name is Satan. <laughs> well, I want to hang out with Luther. He buys me beer. <laughs> uh, Lucifer, Lucifer was just me, you know, because I was reading on uh, just trying when I was trying to pick a demon to talk about because I wanted to have one that had you know at least quite a bit of juicy in, you know, information about him. Right. And I did find one that um, he, I can't, I can't remember his name, but he wasn't, he's a demon in the, in a sense, you know, okay, yeah, he fell and all this good stuff. But I think he fell because he sided with Lucifer and he still wants to get back to heaven because all he does is just, he does, you know, he's the teacher down in hell and it teaches mathematics and all this different stuff. Ooh, that is but, my hell. Teach me math. Oh God. Yeah. But well, he doesn't of hell want, is math, <laughs> but he doesn't want to do anything else. He doesn't want to harm others. He, uh, he's just like, Hey, I'm just here. I picked the wrong side. Yeah. I picked, <laughs> I, I know I picked the wrong side. I want to go back. And you know, he feels that after, if, if it's like a thousand, 200 years, he can go back to heaven and be with God and everyone else. But well, it's kind of mistaken because he, he can't now there's that. That's actually kind of funny that you just said that. And I tried to bring this up again, but in 40 K there's this whole discussion right now of the primarchs, the leaders of these different, you know, uh, space Marine chapters that when they went over to followed Horus over to have the great heresy that a bunch of them went and they became, uh, heralds of the chaos gods that now that some of them are trying to go back into pretty much humanity right. and follow the emperor. One of them primarily being Motarion that he followed his brother and now he's kind of wanting to go back to where he was as a Primarch. 
but his right hand, his captain of his legion wants to kill him because he's like, no, we did this together. We chose to be the follower of Nurgle. And now you want to give up all this that we've worked for to go back to that. It isn't, it isn't it awesome how stuff like that, just like you take one of the oldest stories ever told, which is pretty much like any of the like Catholicism, Judaism, Islam, yeah. and you just work it into something new and you make it a completely different story, but it's the same fucking story over well, again. And it, it works so well. And the thing is too, it's also in the Greek religion, in the Greek mythology that you had Hades who fell and was pretty much told that you were, you know, take, oh, you're the leader of the underworld. Yep. He never wanted that. Like he knew he screwed up, but he wanted to be back in, like be able to come up back to Olympus. And, but he's been subjugated that you are no longer, you're not allowed to leave the underworld. You are stuck there because of what you did. And the whole time he's trying to make his way back and go back up until he just snapped and was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm taking over Olympus. I'm coming after you guys. You know, it, no offense to anybody, but you almost wonder if maybe that's where Christianity got the whole idea. <laughs> I don't know. You know like, of, of, is, is, of hell and the fallen angel taking over and being like, no, no, I'm coming back. I'm coming for my seat, you know. Well, well then you have where, that. They, where where hell came from. Well, yeah. But we're just saying the, in the in the grand scheme of theoretical speaking, and there's also the grass is greener syndrome too of like where you're talking about the mathematician, uh, the demon mathematician. Yeah. Ugh. Which all of them are, by the way. Yeah. Where, you know, he thought he was doing the right thing of like, you know, this is, well, maybe this is what we're supposed to be doing. And then all of a sudden he realized, okay, I did wrong. So grass isn't greener on this side of the fence. No, exactly. The grass is all rotten, rotten and shitty. Yeah. It smells like like skunk piss. But don't worry, Papa Nurgle loves you. (laughs) I do like his rot. That's good paint color though. Plague Marines, man. They're popular. They're very popular right now. (laughs) I'm more of a corn guy. Blood for the blood God. Skull for the skull throne. <laughs> All right, moving on. And that's that's the extent of my 40K knowledge. You're welcome. <laughs> so, anybody want some corn flakes? Corn, the god, you know, corn. Oh, you fucking nerd. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I can't help it. We're talking about demons, and I'm, like I said, I'm in the 40K world, so, and the, the demon hosts are a very thing, you know, they're a viable thing. Where you can actually even have a, a unit of all just demons. That's pretty rad. It is, man. Uh, there's a miniature I'm going to be posting pretty soon of a daemon, daemonette bus from Slaanesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the, the chaos god of pleasure. So the demons are pretty much half man, half female. They have like claws and they're just all about excess. They're literally hedonistic like demons of just looking for searching pleasures and all this other stuff demons of sexy time yeah like when i was painting it i was like well this has a peck and a booble well i can't wait to see what this happens oh i actually did post it. it's on instagram so but anyway i don't mean to take this over no, i'm sorry fine. this just fine. um there's so much to this so stuff. according to the uh, the tell uh talmudic which is the the talmud the, the Talmud, yep. which is the authoritative body of the Jewish faith comprising of the Mishnah and the uh, Gemara. Um, the term Azazel is designated to a rugged mountain or uh, precise in the world. Uh, Let's start that over. <laughs> pre- a, or a precipice in the wilderness from which the goat was thrown down <clears throat> using for it as a alternative he uh the word 
Zok, Z-O-K. Um, so I don't know what that, I mean, Azazel, <laughs> <coughs> just kind of making up words here. That's what they kind of, you know. Hey, that's know. what we all do here. Yeah. <laughs> Azazel is regarded as a component of AZ or strong, which is strong or rough. And L meaning mighty. So therefore a mountain. Uh, so like a rough, strong mighty. or mighty mountain. And today. Mighty Morphin Mountain Rangers. Go, go, Mighty Morphin Mountain Rangers. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. Okay, Sorry. someone gets Saban on the phone right now. We need a sweet power battle guitar. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that just took a left-hand turn. <laughs> it didn't even fucking hit the blinker first. <laughs> it drives like my... Nope, she listens to this show sometimes. Just stopped on the fucking gas and cranked the wheel hard left. <laughs> yeah. So, Azazel... This is kind of like a little bit of a description of him. So, like many other demons, um, he is strong with like red skin, uh, glowing red eyes, and a barbed tail. Oh, thank God. I thought you were about to say, and bright red hair. But like, all right, I got red skin. I got sweet barbs with my insults, zingers. <laughs> But yeah, I, the whole thing with demons, like when they were drawn that way, they were always either red or black because those are considered evil colors. And I, I mean, like black, black, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, they use negative space on the image exactly. to actually enhance the, the black even more. Exactly. To make it because those were considered, quote, evil colors, even though they're two of my favorites. So flesh terrors yeah. aren't evil <laughs> or death company. <laughs> there on the side Nerd. of the emperor. Anyway, so he is yeah. also found wearing uh, goat skulls or dressed in boat, uh, yeah, boat bones. Boat bones. Yeah, you mean wood? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 there's definitely it says goat, but I read it as boat. Don't know why. He, anyway, <laughs> does he have does he have a goat motor too? <laughs> he might like a five, <laughs> He's got a goat <laughs> speed, like a five horsepower goat motor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's that? Who's that group of people that's in Skyrim that lives in the mountains and wear the goat skulls and uh, uh, the Forsaken? Yes, yeah, yeah. They have all the furs and all the stuff, and they yeah. always just come out of nowhere like. Bah, 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 bah. I'm like, get the fuck away from and me! They got those weird tree branches with shark teeth sticking out of them. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate those assholes. Hey, some pretty good fucking weapons. Though. They got some sweet weapons, but I kill the shit out of them whenever I find them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh so Zezel is the guardian of goats, according <laughs> to the Jewish. Phase. So he guards them so that way they can eat whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. They don't ever get heartburn. Yeah. Uh, on the tenth day of September, on the fir- on the feast of the expiation, E X P I A T I O N. Sure. Expedition. Expedia. I don't know what it is. It's some. It's some Jewish faith ceremony. Okay. It used to be. Or is still, I'm not quite Dude, sure. But the thing is, like, the, the religions, like, Christianity and Judaism, like, back in the day, they had different fucking feasts, like, once a week. Well. And they were all, like, super, super special. It's like, fucking pick one. Well, well Christianity you... and Judaism same, are the same religion. Exactly. But, like, the feast days are all like, uh, well, you know, well, we got one next week. We got three the week after that. Son of a bitch. We got a we lot of We kind of have that up. now when you're in school and you have holidays. Like, yeah. you, all you knew was, like, oh, God, this week sucks. How many till vacation? Two more weeks. Boom, got it. <laughs> it was custom to draw lots of two goats, one for the Lord and one for Azazel. So basically, 
d- sacrificing one to the to to L, and then one to Azazel because you know you don't want to piss him off. Oh, it makes sense. He might come and you know just smack your butt. Yeah, destroy your you crops up. and everything. Yeah. Just be an asshole because he hates you as it is. So, you know, um, the goat for the Lord. Oh, actually, I should have just kept reading. But the goat for the Lord was then sacrificed, and its blood served as uh, an atonement. And the goat for Azazel, the high priest, would place both of his hands on the goat's head and confess both his sins and the sins of his people. Oh, could you imagine being poor Jenkins? That it's like, this is my sin. Um, I did this. Okay, you go through, and the priest is like, listen them all off. He's like, oh, what did Jenkins have? <clears throat> oh, we're good. All of a sudden, Jenkins comes back. He's got like the plague of nine souls going on on him. He's like all emaciated, being eaten by locusts. You didn't say my my thing right. Sorry, bro. Azazel shows up and he's like, fucked up. Yep. <laughs> and it's not even your fault. It's the priest's fault because he didn't say it right. Sorry, dude. Now, see, it. the hey. goat The goat was actually not sacrificed. He had actually was actually... The goat would be for Azazel was yep. taken out to the desert and just set free. Wait, they let a poor goat free out in the desert? Yeah. He doesn't want to hunt. Because, he wants to eat. Because. <laughs> Shit. Can I do that again? <laughs> he doesn't want to eat. He wants to hunt. <laughs> <laughs> because according to them, that's where the term scapegoat came comes from. Ah. Because you're putting all of your sins and everything onto that and then setting it out so that it might you know will perish and die so you're you know that makes all the sense you're not taking you know any anything for it so you're like hey you know i'm just gonna do this here you go hey you know what that's the second time on this podcast that we have found like an old ass term and where it came from and what it meant you know what I'm saying? Because we did it with Bonfire, too. I'm, think, I'm thinking we have a uh, possible next episode or an episode coming up. We could do that. Scapegoats? No, no. Oh. Um, about, like, these words we or sayings we take for granted that we don't really know the meaning. Oh, shit. Yeah, we could do that. Even if we did like it the whole like a, nine yards. Yeah, that's a good one. We'll uh, save it, though. Yeah. <laughs> and so Azazel also is the name of the demon that serves uh, the mark for the heretic. Really? Yep. So, if someone's marked as a heretic, how does Azazel, does he just come up as soon as they're marked, or does he just start watching over them? Or? No, no, no. He He's, so basically, I, I guess it's like you're, if you get his mark, yep. you know, you're, the, you're a heretic. Oh, I misunderstood that. I thought yeah. it was like the Scarlet Letter where they get branded as a heretic, and then Azazel comes out of nowhere kind of like you know like normally a demon will come out of the shadows like oh i see you've been marked now let's talk it could be yeah takes I, their soul I, and gives them butt lice and replacement no actually <laughs> i was like legit like thinking about like trying to figure out what like caused them to be a heretic and then whether or not to take their soul or not or if soon someone's marked as a heretic of azazel then azazel comes and takes their soul back to the uh the afterworld or the netherworld i don't, I don't know I don't, I don't, yeah. I, I that's don't what I'm know. saying. It's like, that's what I love about this stuff. It's a lot of it is just f- speculation. If anybody listening to listening to this is a biblical scholar, please help us because we have no idea what we're talking about. Or a demonologist. Oh, fuck yeah. Because yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't, I mean, I've tried to 
like read between the lines, so I to have, speak, as far as like, because I don't know. I I personally have a hard time with the whole religion thing, but that doesn't mean that someone else, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's people that study theology. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, I I just it was like kind of like trying to read between the lines to say, okay, well, this is what it really means, you know, and such. But I don't know. But you need I mean, somebody just, that has more than a couple weeks of training. Yeah, I, I just kind of feel that it's interesting that they would sacrifice do two different sacrificial things to, you know, their god, but then to also another, you know, to a demon. Um, it's just like it's like kind of like seems redundant. Of. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like so you're doing it to appease your god, but then you're also doing it to ward off a demon who hates your fucking guts. What I find interesting <laughs> is that they sacrifice the one for the god, so they kill the good one for good, but the one for bad, they let it just walk away. I think that's because if they're putting all their sin and stuff like that into it, you want it away. Oh well, yeah. Well, we talked about it with like certain, like when certain cultures do exorcism, they put all the negative energy inside of a creature. They dispatch that creature, burn its blood or whatever, and then bury it and do all this other types of ritual. Exactly. So, um, you know what this reminds me of though, when you're saying that, you know, they do so, they do this for one and this for another reminds me of like, uh, like when the Vikings invaded parts of France in England where, you know, they would go, okay, well here's all this gold and shit. Leave us the fuck alone. Then next year, here's more gold and shit. Leave us the fuck alone. You do it to keep it away. You know? True. True. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, you're paying for protection it, like with the mafia. Yeah. You're, you're, you're paying for protection for the people that want, you know, you're paying the people that want to fuck you up to not fuck you up. Yeah. So before I go on, I have to, I have to actually explain something because it's going to be the next part that I'm going to, talk about um has this term in it and i need to kind of explain it first because i don't want you i don't want to want you know use people's listeners and you guys be like well, what the fuck is that what's that supposed to mean <laughs> i'll do that anyway you know? so um there's a group called the watchers who like and, in marvel no no hmm. no uh they are the sons of god who took human wives and children you're giving that look because you know what I'm, I'm talking Because I'm going to use the N-word here in a second. Yes. <laughs> Their children were known as? The Nephilim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Wait, like in Diablo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Nephilim are, yeah, it's kind of, uh, they're associated with different things throughout. With, with something else that we're going to talk about here in a future episode with like, uh, you know, giants. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he was the... These people were under, um, under Azazel, so the Watchers. Oh were, no shit! Yeah. Okay. So he was the leader. Interesting. Okay. So here's like okay, I have an account now. This is from the Book of Enoch. Oh, we could do a whole fucking episode on that, like because yeah. the Book of Enoch, like there was a lot of books that were written that were not included in the Bible, and the Book of Enoch has got a lot of like weird shit like they talk about dragons and unicorns and stuff like that in it and giants and where they're just like we don't need this in the bible are you fucking high get out of here get out of here enoch yeah like the book of giants is another one that they're just like nah so uh, as Azazel, awesome. and so in the book of enoch this account 
Azazel is the leader of Watchers who educates humankind of heavenly secrets that led humankind to sin. These teachings include making weapons of war and preparing cosmetics, which enable the women to seduce the angels. The angels then charge uh, Azazel before the Lord with crimes of revealing the heavenly secrets which mankind was not supposed to know. So humans were not supposed to know how to pluck their eyebrows for 15 hours and then like erase them with a pair of tweezers then draw them back on and then feather them and then draw them back on and then have a youtube channel to show everybody else how to do it yeah (laughs) and they weren't supposed to go to war with each other there was supposed to be just peace well that's what happens when you have makeup yeah guess so women are the cause of all all wars i wasn't going there man i was just talking about makeup (laughs) i'm just kidding how come i can't buy this bottle of paint but you can buy like this bottle of face wash that's three times the bottle my face paint or my paint for my miniatures. But how come you can buy paint to paint things, but you can't buy paint to paint yourself? It's the same difference, isn't it? Hmm? <laughs> so Raphael was then assigned to punish Azazel by Not Leonardo? Him. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I was, was going to say because he was always the crankiest of yeah. the turtles. Yeah. <laughs> this is Raphael the angel. Oh. Because Leonardo was not an angel. What about Michelangelo? Wasn't an angel. What about Donatello? Wasn't an angel. Nope. What about Splinter? Ooh. He was a rat man. He was a badass. What about Bugman? He was a dick. What about the Tick? Oh. He was a prick. <laughs> I love that. John show. Q. Soap Dish. <laughs> if anybody knows what that's from, email the show. <laughs> uh, so, uh, he... So, Raphael was assigned to punish Azazel by binding him hand and foot and throwing him into the darkness among the sharp and jagged rocks where he would remain until the day of judgment when he would be hurled back, hurled into the fire. So it's like he was hurled the fuck down, and then he was, well, guess what? Zoom! Even worse. Ha ha, dick. I was trying to throw you into the fire, but you landed on the fucking edge, and now I'm going to come down there and throw... <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert, it happens again in the show. <laughs> <laughs> the story then claims that the whole... And this is in quotes... The whole earth was, has been corrupted by Azazel's teachings of his own actions and written upon him and, Whoa. and write upon him all sin. Dude, Drink. You, your eyes got huge there for a second. I was like, you okay? He's like, what the fuck did I just read? Yeah. It was because of Azazel's teachings that God sent the flood to destroy the evil in the world, including the Nephilim. Uh, Including, uh, including even the souls of the giants, so that all evil would be wiped away from the face of the earth. In the apocalypse of Abraham, Abraham, not Abraham, but Abraham. In the apocalypse, the, yeah, the, the, the apocalypse, the apocalypse of Abraham. <laughs> yes, <laughs> coming this fall, apocalypse twenty nineteen of Abraham <laughs> of Abraham. In the apocalypse of Abraham. Azazel is portrayed as an unclean bird, which came upon him upon. Wow, fuck! I can't read today. Did did, did it come upon his face or his back? <laughs> I don't know. Or yet. his belly. In the Apocalypse of Abraham, Azazel is portrayed as an unclean bird, which came up down upon the sacrifice of Abraham prepared. This is a reference to Genesis fifteen, eleven. 
birds of prey came down upon the carcass, and Abraham drove them away. So basically, it was basically, you know, because when Abraham was sacrificing his son. Isaac. Isaac. Hayes. <laughs> in, in Christianity, Azazel's name was translated in Latin and English as scapegoat and or wasteland. Whoa. So I guess whenever the Bible refers to a, a uh, to a scapegoat or wasteland, they're referring to Azazel. Um, in the Seventh Day Adventist belief system, um, Azazel is the symbol for Satan, which they trans they were not transfer but refer. To him Reaper? as yes, <laughs> they're smoking that sweet, sweet Satan. <laughs> oh, so the Seventh Day Advent- Adventists refer to Azazel as the, a scapegoat, as the Christians do, and they but they believe that on the same day, um, on the Day of Atonement, he will have to answer for his sins. Uh, in Islam, he is depicted as a former archangel. Who is identified as Iblis, just like in just as you stated before yeah. when you first started. Yep. So essential, uh, he'll just bow to God, but he, you know, he would just be cast away. So, so that's uh, that's pretty much what I have on uh, Azazel. He so, was just kind of he wanted to do his own thing and. I was kind of thinking here for a moment when it was like scapegoat. And I was like, can you imagine that? Where actually the real like story of how this happened. You sacrifice one for God. And it's like, Jenkins, go get that one for Azazel. Yes, sir. Comes over and he's like, uh, he disappeared. <laughs> he escaped. Uh, you know what we're going to say? He's a scapegoat for Azazel. We whispered sweet nothings in his ear. And that's what we meant to do. But now, But now <laughs> Jenkins is the scapegoat for the goat. Exactly. The goat escaped. He's a scapegoat. He's Harry Houdini goat. A scapegoat makes it sound like he's like a <laughs> like a goat superhero. Or I don't something. like that. I don't like that. We'll just take off that. We'll just call it a scape. <laughs> How did you guys get out of that uh, that POW camp? We escaped with a goat. <laughs> yeah, he just he walked dug by. us out. <laughs> he ate his way out. He used his herns. Got us loose. Or somebody was trying to. How do you? Sp- Spell escape. Uh, I don't know. E escape. <laughs> so it's S C. Sounds about right. What the fuck's a scrap goat? <laughs> it's a goat that likes to make scrapbooks. It, it's a goat that's made out of spare parts. So which yours? I'm gonna talk about Abaddon, the Black, the king of the army of locusts, also known as the Chaos War Master. Also, that's forty k. A great band. It's a real. It's actually a pretty fucking decent band. Yeah. Did you just hear that? What? My voice just cracked. Yeah, we all sound like we're going through puberty (laughs) all over again. So this is Abaddon, a day for die. I did all my research about a band. You dick. About a Polish like thrash metal punk band. Dude, I would have done Abaddon the Black from forty k. I saw one of the minis when I was looking it up. I'm like, that motherfucker is cool looking. Yeah, dude, he's the, uh, he actually is one of the only ones that is, uh, uh, what is it? Being supported by all the chaos gods. Really? Yeah, and he's pretty much the war master. So if he wants to come through the warp and attack the Imperium, he can do whatever. He can call upon all the different chaos gods 
and ask for favors from everybody where if you are a part of corn, you can only go through corn. It sounds like I am singing. They got the more echo. Echo. <laughs> so, no, I didn't actually do my research on a band, though. Um, Whatever. So, like I said, I'm covering Abaddon, who is also known as Apollyon in Greek. Really? Yeah, so it's a similar name for essentially the same character. It's just how, depending on how it was written. Did you say Polygon? Apollyon. Oh, I thought you said Polygon. A Paul Yon. A Paul Ion. No. What is this? A Vince Russo match? No. A Paul. Oh, a Paul. Paul, like a post. A post, not like a Polish person. You know? Yon. This seriously sounds like a Vince Russo match. A Paul Yon. Oh, gotcha. Demon on a pole match. Viagra on a pole demon match. Uh, Judy Bagwell on a pole was still the worst of them. No, Judy Bagwell was... She was on was, a forklift, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> that way she couldn't interfere. So, Abaddon translates to destruction, ruin, or perdition in Hebrew. Whoa. Pretty fucking excellent so far, yeah? Black metal right there. Yeah. It's brutal. <laughs> it's brutal. He is named in Revelation 9, verse 11, as the angel of the pit. Quote, And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in, in the... He- whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in Greek, uh, but in the Greek tongue hath his name Apollyon. Hmm. So Abaddon is the chief demon of the seventh hierarchy of the, of the seventh hierarchy of hell. So I'm guessing if we're talking about those rings again, yeah. he'd have been on number seven. So towards the bottom. Uh, yeah, because like I said, with uh, Dante Allegori's artwork that he had for the Divine Comedy, when there was the hell part of it, I think there was nine separate rings. Yeah, there's there's nine rings of hell. And yeah. So he would have been down towards the bottom. So he was kind of a badass, like not to be fucked with kind of guy. So like I said, he was the chief demon of the seventh hierarchy. He was also the king of grasshoppers and locust demons, whatever the hell that means. So what I assume like grasshoppers and locusts are relatively the same, but right. locusts are just They're bigger. piranhas on the land. Yeah. And they literally go through and they'll just devour everything. So I imagine he's just the probably has got to be the ring with gluttony because they just consume or pestilence. Yeah, one of the two because they just consume everything. So if they get like dropped in an area, everything's gone and they're just moving and progressing on. Yeah, it's it's a wave Ugh. of just destruction. I'm cool with everything, but locust, no. Well, because it's Definitely a four not. inch long goddamn grasshopper. They're well, it's freaky. Not even, well, not even that. They will literally just digest and eat everything. Yeah. These demons will emerge with the fifth trumpet of heaven. So with like the, like I said, this is all from Revelation. So this is like the fucking heavy metal section of the Bible, like at the end with like the war that comes and all that. Um, So there's different trumpets, like different trumpet blasts that signal different things coming. This is one, like this would be number five. So the horns, is that for to notify heaven that this is happening or is that to let us know or is it just, all right, you know, we need pestilence or we need the the locusts to go through. I think it's that one. I think it's the third option you just gave here. So wait, heaven's calling upon them to destroy us? Yes. Whoa. Yeah. The, uh, The sound of their wings is that of chariots running to battle. They have the bodies of winged battle horses and the faces of men. Heads crowned in gold and the tails of scorpions with stingers at the end. Nope. It's like I, That's I metal. I had a lot of fun with this because I have never read the Bible all the way through. 
which I'm, you know, whatever. Like my, I, my parents are, well, my dad's a, I don't know. My mom's a Catholic, but I read a little bit of revelation. Cause it's like, it's fucking Dude, holy shit. <laughs> like if you just, like <coughs> if you just read it just as a book alone and take away like people's beliefs and how people fought for these, it's an interesting read. Yeah. Like I had to do it for a college course for, I think it was theology one or something like that. And they were like, you just have to, we had to discuss how the old and new, they're, how they're different, but similar. It was, it's a very interesting book. I might have to actually try it out and like, cause I mean, I read for this, I read parts of revelation because it was just like, it's, this is where you find it. Yeah. But then I just kind of like, after I read it, I was like, I wonder what comes next. <laughs> you know? Um, so as described in Revelation, Abaddon would open the gates of the abyss and unleash upon earth his swarms of demon locusts to torture all mankind who did not possess the mark of God upon their forehead. Whoa. Yeah. After which he would bind Satan himself and cast him into the abyss. So he is essentially the angel of death. And then he pulls a heel move and just like fucking fuck Satan off a cliff into a pit. No, I'm actually at the part where it's like the the mark of uh, of God on the forehead. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's why whenever they, you know, in the, church when you the, do the, 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 uh, the cross on the forehead with Ash, Ash Wednesday or whatever. Yeah, I think so. Fascinating. Yeah. So I wonder. Okay, I, I'm just because going on yeah, what yeah. you two are you're, saying. You're connecting those dots with I'm those connecting, strings. Yeah, I'm connecting dots because it's thought not I smelled ball. something burning. Well, no, it's like uh, <laughs> pegboard because like a zezel. Okay, right. Him being blamed for, like, okay, why God wiped it to wipe out and everything mm-hmm. else. Okay, what was... Um, control, delete, some would say. Well, no, there was... <laughs> um, so he's probably was the guy, one of the one of the angels that... Oh, what the hell was the name of the town? Sodom and Gomorrah? Yes, with a town where it was okay. All hedonism and debauchery. If you didn't do something, you're going to have your kid, you know, killed or whatever. So it's kind of like, sounds, because the mark of God or show of God, whatever, that, you know. You know what this sounded like to me with reading what, well, I haven't even gotten all the way through it yet, but with Abaddon, reminded me more of, um, like the Passover story almost. Where, you know, the plague of locusts and shit coming through and destroying everything. I'm not going to pretend like I know that. So Ugh. No, no, no like the, the plagues that were put up, that were sent upon the Pharaoh to before he would release the uh, the Jews. The boils, uh, skies raining in blood. Yep, frogs. Frogs, firstborns being uh, killed. Yep. And then he fucking let my people go and whoop with the the Red Sea. Just or, watch, the, watch the mummy. Okay. Or or let's put it in terms like this. History of the World Part 1 where he parts the Red Sea except there's not some guy behind him with a crossbow. <laughs> or you, Son of a bitch bastard. An old man can't even go down the street. <laughs> I was actually thinking about like... These 15 shit... 10. 10 commandments. <laughs> I was actually going there and he beat me to it. Uh, all right. So, like I said, technically he's not, Abaddon is not a demon, but he was part of a, like the cast of fallen angels that were kicked out of heaven, essentially. He decided to go with Horus. It, yeah, exactly. Um, but I think the fallen angel thing would put them into a higher, like a higher. Uh, Echelon? 
Yeah, like a higher level of demons. Like, you know, you have your like little piss ant demons that do whatever. And then you got the guy that's just like You have like my I'm guy who wasn't day. a fallen angel or anything like that. He was just a born demon that literally was just a contractor. Someone yeah. like a fallen angel that could actually legit do damage without his like tools or his without his work. He would be like, All right, I'll work for you. Like, just leave me alone. I have my own thing, but if you need my help, I'm here. So, like, I could totally see that that fallen angels because they already have the combat training, they already have the knowledge of heaven, they already have the knowledge of humanity. Where my demon only knows when he is summoned, right? Like he knows what's going on, but he's not as well versed as everything. Like with what's going on in heaven, he's the kind of guy that gets told through gossip at the water cooler what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like oh, I have a job to do over here, but Stu told me that. Zezel, I think his name is. He's coming down. I, I don't know what happened to him, but we'll meet him, at, you know, next week at, you know, lunch hour. Yeah, like we got to like mop or something because he's coming. Yeah, because you know, I don't really know. Do an and then, then all of a sudden you find out this guy's. Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, you. And then you walk in, you're like, holy shit, this dude is a heavy hitter. Need a tower? I got a tower. You want some minions? I got maggots to put in wounds to make them good familiars. <laughs> Who the fuck's this basil guy? Yeah. But, but listen, you fuck me over, I'm going to get your ass. <laughs> Just remember, I'm a true blood demon. I thought they were vampires. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, we went in a weird spot there. Anyway, continue on with Abaddon. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to kind of go into a little bit of like talking about the events that led up to where he's first mentioned in Revelation. So... I get a little carried away and I actually got all of Revelation 9. It's like 26 verses, but it's it's pretty fucking rad. It took me, uh, like I said, we're going to, I have all of Revelation 9. It's 20, uh, 23 verses or something like that. Uh, it took me a second to figure out what the KJV means in the, in the brackets here. That means King James Version. Figured uh-huh. that one out. Science. Thank yeah. you, Biblepedia, I think is what the name of the website was. So, first one. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven onto earth, and to him, and to him was given the key to the bottomless pit. Number two, and he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit, as the smoke of a great furnace and the sun, the air were darkened by reason. The air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. Number three. <laughs> chapter verse it's verse it's verse yeah because it's it's chapter nine that's why verse i'm just gonna say number three i know it's easier three and there came out of the smoke locust upon the earth and unto them was given power as the as the scorpions of the earth have power so basically like you know they uh they're gonna mess stuff up like they can you know they're gonna do what they do yeah they can do whatever they want and you're not gonna be able to stop them right number four and it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither uh, neither anything green, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God on their fore- in their foreheads. So essentially, these things that are supposed to be eating grass and crops and trees, no, 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 you just you do your do your harm to the people instead. Bits. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Number five, and to them it was given. Number five, and to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months, and their torments was as the torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man. So essentially the scorpion would strike the man, and that would be his torment? 
Well, you'd be you, you wouldn't die immediately. You would suffer. You'd be yeah, poisoned yeah. and just constantly stung. Yeah. Ugh, fuck that. Verse six. And in those days shall men seek death and shall not find it and shall desire to die and death shall flee from them. Justin Rimmel reads that way better than I do at the beginning of his show. Rev nine six, by the way. So just a heads up. If you guys listen to it, it's good. Uh, Verse seven. And the shape of the locust were like unto horses prepared unto battle and their heads as it were crowned like gold and their faces were as the faces of men. Verse eight. And they had hair as and they had hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions. So they have men's faces, long hair, and fucking lion teeth, like giant big teeth. So essentially they're Victor Creed, aka Sabretooth. Yeah, if in, you in a sense. If you put his head on a horse. <laughs> oh boy. Never mind. Uh verse nine. And they had breastplates as if we're breastplates of iron and the sound of their wings as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle verse 10 and they had tails like unto scorpions and there were stings in their tails and their power was to hurt men five months verse 11 and they had a king over them which is the angel of the bottomless pit whose name in the hebrew tongue is abaddon but in the greek tongue hath his name apollyon so there we go with the from what i read at the very beginning uh, verse 12, one, one woe is past and behold, there comes two more, uh, two wars mo hereafter two, two woes more, <laughs> two woes mo. <laughs> you got two more woe. <laughs> I was thinking about like mo, like the actual bartender from uh Simpsons is beating him up. I was thinking, you know, welcome to Moe's. I missed that place. We got to go there again. Deal. Verse 13, and the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God. Verse 14, saying to the sixth angel, which has the trumpet, loose the four angels, which are bound in the great river Euphrates. These are the horsemen of the apocalypse. So this is where you'd have your uh, pestilence, war, war death, death, buttercup, and famine. Famine. There we go. Perfect. I like Buttercup better. <laughs> there was a pale horse. His rider upon him was Cuddles. <laughs> <laughs> and death followed with him. Uh, verse 15. And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for, for the slay, the third part, uh, the third part of men. Verse 16. And the number of the armies of the horsemen were 200,000 thousand and I heard the number of them. What the fuck is 200,000,000? $200, be like 2 million? Or would it be 200,000 times 200,000? Or maybe they just mistyped it? Uh, no, that's that's directly from the the scripture. Huh. 200,000,000. So you do 200,000 and then put, what, three more zeros at the end of it? Maybe. So this is all new to me, man. It'd be like, what, like a million, I think? I thought Jesus is that. I have no idea, man. Oof. 200 million? 200 million. Okay, there we go. That's a number we can work with. Apparently, they didn't have millions back then. Who knows? Fancier way of saying it? Yeah. Verse 17. And thus I saw the horse in the vision, and them that sat on them, having breastplates of fire, and Jacinth, J-A-C-I-N-T-H, and brimstone and the heads 
and the heads of their horses were as the heads of lions, and out of their mouth issued fire and smoke and brimstone. That's pretty fucking rad. So you have a, a horse with a lion's head breathing fire and just spitting shit everywhere. I want one of these. It's fucking metal. It sounds like fucking Skeletor's cat. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Wait, Skeletor had a cat? Yeah, the, the big panther thing. Was the big purple panther thing? Yeah. That's right. I can't remember his name. I don't know. But I liked He-Man's better. Whiskers. <laughs> I Come, <was> Whiskers! Like, <laughs> I, always, I always liked He-Man's better. I don't know. Why. Battle about Cat. His Battle Cat. Except for when he was uh, non-Battle Cat mode. He was yeah. really just a big old puss. He was. <laughs> Pussy Cat. Did it. Uh, verse 18. And by these three was the third part of men killed by the fire, by the smoke, and by the brimstone which issued out of their mouths. Verse 19, for their powers in their mouth and in their tails, for their tails were like unto serpents and had heads, and with them uh, they do hurt. Okay, wow. <laughs> I was like, and they do hurt? Yeah, they do the hurt. Uh, verse 20, and the rest of men which were not killed by these plagues yet represent not of the works of, of their hands, that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood which neither can see nor hear nor walk. God, they were wordy back then, weren't they? Yeah, a lot Oof. of time they were trying to paint the biggest picture they could. And you also got to realize the way language was back then. Like how I was reading about uh, uh, Salmach or whatever. Yeah. It was all this big, long, like drawn out thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, and this is all he was. We can expand on it, but this is all he was. It's like uh, when, they're, when the uh, search for the Holy Grail. <laughs> they're reading the uh reading the the description out for the holy hand grenade of antioch <laughs> and of the sparrows <laughs> you must count to three thrice not two not, not four but precisely three. three five is right out <laughs> thrice shall be the number three shall be counted uh verse 21 neither represent they or their uh Neither represent they of their murders, nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of any thefts. Hmm. So then I've got one. Um, I got a couple more that were similar as to like the description with it. Uh, Revelation 20, verse 1. Uh, and I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. Okay. Verse two. A great chain? Yeah. Oof. Right? Verse 2, and he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years. So this is Abaddon coming down and doing some BDSM stuff with Satan. <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, uh. Verse 3, and cast him into the bottom. And cast him, cast into, the, him into the bottom. <laughs> oh, he Power cast, bottom. He cast him in the bottom, all right. Uh, and cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him. That he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled, and after that he must be loosed a little, uh, loosed a little season, whatever that means. A little seasoned. Yeah, he must be loosed a little Caesars, with extra toppings and cheese. I crust. love little Caesars. Oh, huh. So I mean, yeah, that's that's what I got on Abaddon. It's like he almost seems like he would be like. Uh, a counterpart to like the archangels kind of like where they were like doing good and fighting demons. And then God's like, 
you know. Abaddon was just an asshole, right? You're from the an beginning. asshole, but I need you. You might be an asshole, but you're our asshole. Listen, <laughs> go do what I'm going to tell you. You're going to come down there, and people are going to think you're the worst. You know what you're going to do? You're going to go down. You're going to kick Satan in the dick. You're going to throw him off the top of the fucking cage through the announcer's table. And it's done. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> high so, fly elbow drop. So Abaddon apparently is the Undertaker. When the time comes, Perfect. when I must cut, when I must call upon you to do my deed, <laughs> you must do the deed. Yes, the dirty deed, done dirt cheap. Yes, or maybe with sheep. And you must That's a parody not. song too. And on this day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. You son of a bitch. I will grant you this wish. <laughs> on, on this day, the feast of Mario Puzo. <laughs> the, it's basically what it is. It's like, listen, asshole. All right. So he's God's You're fucked man. up, but guess what? I'm going to call upon your ass, and you're going to do what I say, right? Whatever. He's, he's essentially... God's hitman. There you go. Yeah. Keep him in the shadows. I need this guy whacked. It seemed kind of like <laughs> Azazel was like that in a sense where it's like. No, Azazel was just an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but everybody knew it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to go down there whack this guy off. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the gold, gold fashion that whack a dack. <laughs> Take him out back. Whack him off behind a dumpster, you know? <laughs> so. You like, want me to whack him or off him? Do both. <laughs> So I guess uh, what we've learned from this is that uh, demons are come in many shapes, sizes, and forms. Demons are pretty metal, but Bible words are hard. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is very, very oh. true. And we've also learned that we're all very tired. <laughs> yeah. I With this thing, I kind of learned with all the reading I did, I'm like, I couldn't be a priest because I'd be up there trying to read it and just go, the fuck does this mean? <laughs> Means different who the, languages. Who the fuck wrote this? <laughs> Who was the asshole? These sons of bitches didn't have spell check. They didn't have a thesaurus. Jesus Christ. Oops. <laughs> How do I spell this? Spell it phonetically. Uh, sound it out. Uh, maybe it was the old-fashioned you. Probably. Maybe you're the one that originally did it. Mm-hmm. Dyslexic son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be like, God, I hope no one I know will ever read this book when I, that I'm writing. Come to find out it's really like your ancestor. It's just you. So the long, the, the longest running New York Times bestseller and you wrote it in your fucking basement half drunk. Uh, <laughs> and nobody's uh, ever going to read this shit. Whatever. Fuck them. I'm making up a really cool fucking story. We're going to talk about demons and there's going to be boobs and monsters and but dragons then, and shit. But yeah. then somebody actually ends up fucking reading it. Yeah. And you're like, fuck. Damn it. I, I failed. You weren't supposed to see that. <laughs> Damn it. Well, anyway, so with that said, you guys want to harass the hell out of us for you know our uh, our harassment of uh, yeah. of of the demons and the Bible Screw that. and everything else. Facebook, who's your favorite demon or Damon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damon. go on, go on to Facebook. Go into uh, look us up on uh, Facebook at Dark Windows Podcast. We're the only one there. I got to cut you off there. I'm not going to lie to you. I was, I almost was like this close, almost did Pazuzu instead, but I'm like, we just did the exorcism. Wait, Pazuzu? Pazuzu, Pazuzu was the fucking demon from the exorcist and it's a real one. I thought that was, uh, the gargoyle from Futurama. Pazuzu. He's the gargoyle. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Robot devil. No, he's not a robot devil. He's, I love the robot devil. Yeah. You can, that's fine. But Pazuzu is also the, the gargoyle. 
that Dr. Farnsworth actually was friends with. Oh, yeah. And he goes, don't worry, boy. We are free now. <laughs> or something along those lines. I just want to do that voice again. All hail the robot devil. <laughs> and oh. also, if you want to check us out on uh, Instagram, we're at Dark Windows Pod. I Twitter, G, baby. Twitter. Also Twitter. at our Dark Windows Pod. <laughs> Uh, Book wanna... of faces. <laughs> what are you like? Thirty nine cent now? <laughs> <laughs> no, rusty nickel. <laughs> <laughs> you can also uh, send us an email. Email show. Do it. <laughs> yeah. At uh, pod at gmail Title prolapse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or butt tulips. <laughs> oh, oh. And, I'm so uh, happy I'm on vacation because I'm not going to work. No and also, uh, you know, this is another reason why you should go to studio.com and uh, check out headphones because you don't want to listen to this just through your phone in public because people yeah. will be like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? <laughs> but oh my tulips. God, those guys are just vulgar and they're assholes. Yes. But we have great sex candy voices. You do. <laughs> right now. And that's going to be gone. I'm like, whoa, he sounds like he just went through puberty again. I, so- I sound like I'm going through puberty and have a cold. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, go to studio.com. Check out their headphones, earbuds. Uh, you'll find something that you like. Yeah. And Garon- some accessories. Guarantee. Yep. Not coasters, and- though. No. Actually, I think you still get coasters if you buy stuff. Weak. Maybe. Unless they change the free gift, but... But yeah, they're great headphones, great battery life, um, earbuds. You know. you know what's got a great battery life? What? A hobby holder. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, that was good. Good one. That was good. Well, because they run off of solar. Do they? Or light. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's... So yeah, if you put in the uh, promo code of Dark Windows, Dark Windows 15. Yeah. That there one. you go, buddy. Yep. <laughs> At checkout in the discount section. That'll get 15% off. That'll save you 14%. <laughs> well, gonna, you know what? Because we like you guys, we'll add one extra percent. Yeah. All right. 15. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put my cut back in from the sales. So that 1% that Wait, I get. You no. Get I was like, <laughs> God, no. All I want is coasters and you get actually a percentage. No, dude, we got we got badass headphones. That's all right? I needed. <laughs> These things off and I'd, I would rather have stuff than money. Right. Speaking of percentages, what's your percentage? I don't know. I could save people $2 off. Whatever that percentage is, that's their fault. Math. I don't do it. We've talked about this. Huh, $2 speaking, about off ta- where? speaking about talking about this, how much can you save on that thing? On what thing? The thing. hobby holder. Yeah, that that's thing what we're talking you. about hey, from GameMV.net. You, <laughs> you go there, and then you'd be like, <laughs> you'd be like typing, I want a hobby holder because this dummy redhead that sits in front of Cedar Walls tells me to. You put that bad boy in the checkout cart. You put in the code Broadstone. I'm not spelling anymore because I don't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> and you will save yourself $2 off each hobby holder. And then with that being said, I'm going home, going back to bed. Yep. Woo-hoo! Yep. Since Kevin and I got back from Denny's at 4.30 this morning. Yeah. Yeah. I got- like we always say, a grenade keeps the doctor away. Yes. That's right. Force fields do too. I can't. Conjure one of them. I'm not no diamond. No. I can get my magic level up though. And just my health remember, and stamina are fine. I don't have enough oh, mana. Oh, I went Skyrim. You went magic. Well done, buddy. Oh, I thought you were going D D. Nerd crossover. And just remember. Just because you can't see out into the dark 
doesn't mean the dark can't see into you. I love it. Kisses, hugs, <laughs> audio boner, twisters. Woof, <laughs> dude! If anybody's into ASMR, they're gonna like get like wicked hard over that. You know that, right? Uh, uh, it's, like a, it's like an oil slick in my pants. <laughs> email the show. We may send you a free sponge. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>